0: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. I want to thank everyone for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. We're going to get started in a a, a couple of moments. Uh, We have a very explosive lesson for you, brothers and sisters, tonight. If you are on Facebook Live, we are already airing live. If you're on Facebook Live, we are already airing live on Facebook. Um, Actually, you know what? Let me switch channels that we are airing live from because I believe I was going from a different channel. So let me just make sure I'm on the right channel. Okay, there we go. Bible Show Truth Hour here on POT Radio. Good evening, brothers and sisters. Good evening, brothers and sisters. We have a very explosive lesson for you tonight. And uh, we pray that you are edified and that God is glorified. Again, good evening, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen. We are live on the Bible Show Truth Hour. We're going to give you guys a couple of moments to tune in, and we definitely want you to write down this information that we're going to give you on tonight's show. My allergy sinuses are bothering me, but it's okay, brothers and sisters. Uh, We know what's in the air. We know what's in the food. We even know what's in the water, and that's what we're going to deal with on tonight's show, brothers and sisters. Again, uh, we're going to have a very powerful show to you for you tonight. From Egypt to America is the title of tonight's show. From Egypt to America is the title of tonight's show on the Bible Show Truth Hour. We're going to show you that what's going on right now is not the first time that it's been happening. It's actually... Um, have been happening ever since we were in Egypt, brothers and sisters. So, stay tuned. Call a friend. Go get your Bible. Do all those things because the Bible show truth hour is on the air and we are live. Brother Joe, you're out there, brother. How you feeling? All is well, brother. I can't complain. How about yourself, man? I'm all right, my brother. Make sure the phone is clear for me, my brother, uh, so that everybody can hear you, my brother. Uh, uh, is, that, is that better? Did that, did that help? That is much better, my brother. That is 100% better right there. Cool. Sisters, cool. Go get your Bibles. Write down these scriptures. We're going to talk about this plot, this plot to kill the black male. It's been going on since Egypt, brothers and sisters. It's been going on since Egypt, and we got some very valuable information to share with you today some very valuable information to share with you today, brothers and sisters. So tune in, get your Bibles, and we're about to go ahead and start our show, brothers and sisters. Um, Let's go ahead and start off with a prayer. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to come together once again in brotherhood and in sisterhood, Father God. This gathering on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. on our Bible show, Truth Hour, those who may be looking and listening all over the world, Father God, I pray that you give them an ease of mind and an ease of heart and an ease of spirit, Father God. We know that we're seeing things that we've never seen before. We're experiencing things that we've never experienced before. We're dealing with a time and a trouble that we've never seen since there's been time and since there's been trouble, Father God. But we know that you are still the head of our life and you are still the architect. Of everything that's around us, that's in front of us, that's behind us, Father God, we know you are still in control, and you are just, and we are just waiting on your appointed time to intervene in our affairs, Father God. We ask that you protect us, that you uh, put your hands on those that may be sick, Father God, or for those whose family members may be sick. We ask that you give them total and complete healing. But at the end of the day, your will be done, Father God. We ask all these things to your son, Jesus, Yahshua's name. Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, we want to thank you for tuning in to tonight's show. Um, it's going to be very deep today, brothers and sisters. We've compiled a lot of information that we're going to share with you on tonight's show. We're dealing with, uh, brothers and sisters, from Egypt to America. From Egypt to America, the plot to kill the black male, the plot to kill the black male. That's what we're dealing with um, on the Bible show, Truth Hour, today, brothers and sisters. So, again, we are on Facebook Live. Go to our Facebook page, the Truth Hour Bible show page, the Truth Hour Bible show page. Go on Facebook. Like that page, share this video because we're gonna go ahead and get started. I want to welcome in one moment our YouTube listeners. We do have a YouTube channel. Also, brothers and sisters, just type in the words black ice B L A Q I C E and then type in the words Truth Hour Bible Show. Truth Hour Bible Show. I've I received some information. Uh, um some some Very credible information, brothers and sisters, over the weekend, um, through listening, through various um, religious shows. Um, One that struck me in particular was the Nation of Islam's broadcast this past Sunday, brothers and sisters. Now, whether or not you agree with their ideology, whether or not you agree with their um, uh, religious beliefs, um, I don't care about that. I care about truth. Whatever truth may be, wherever I find it, whether it's in what I believe or whether it's in what others believe, that's what I care about, brothers and sisters. So with that being said, I was already preparing a lesson Two weeks ago, to deal with, from Egypt to America, the plotting to kill the black male. From Egypt to America, the plotting to kill the black male. So as I prepared this lesson and listened to Brother Muhammad, what he was speaking on as far as the chemical assaults on us, I wanted to deal with that, and I wanted to deal with the spiritual assaults also as well. So we're going to start this thing, brothers and sisters, um, in the book of Exodus. We're going to start this thing in the book of Exodus, because I want to show you something. And I want to tie those things into what we're dealing with today in today's society, brothers and sisters. I want to tie it all in together and show you that what we're dealing with is nothing new, but also show you uh, at the same time that God is still in control and he's overseeing everything that we are dealing with today, brothers and sisters. He knew that it would happen. He knew that it would take place. He knew that we would be dealing with what we're dealing with today in Chicago, what we would be dealing with what we're dealing with in Flint, Michigan what we will be dealing with throughout this whole country that we live in called America Today, brothers and sisters. So we're going to start this thing in the book of Exodus. Let's go to the first chapter of Exodus, um, the first chapter of Exodus, and let's find out the first example of a plot to kill the black male. And we're dealing with Egypt right now, brothers and sisters. Let's find out the first plot that we read about to kill the black male. Now, again, we dealt with Cain and Abel last week, and we talked about the first murder in God's creation, brother on brother. Well, we're dealing with that same thing today, brother on brother. But let's also deal with the plot of governments to kill black males. When I say black males, don't get it twisted. It's not a color thing, brothers and sisters. It's a God's chosen people thing, because everywhere you go throughout the annals of history, black Israelite Jews have been under attack by the government. Well, let's read about the first attack that black Israelite Jews were under by the government. Uh, Brother Joe, Exodus 1, and let's go 8 through um, 8. Let, well, let's start at verse 8. Exodus Chapter one verse eight and continue reading my brother until I interject.
1: Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more mightier than we come on, let us deal wisely with them. This day multiply. It comes to pass that when there falleth out. In the war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us. And so, get them up out of the land.
0: So, we're going to Therefore, stop right there, brother. We're going to stop right there for a minute. Um, now, there was a couple of interesting things that happened um, in this particular scripture of what we're reading so far, brothers and sisters. Uh, there there, there rose the king up. <clears throat> that didn't know Joseph. Now why was Joseph mentioned here? Because remember Joseph was the great dream interpreter. He interpreted the Pharaoh's dream. And as a result of that saved Egypt. He saved Egypt. This black Israelite man interpreted the Pharaoh's dream, told him about a famine that was coming. He saw the Pharaoh saw seven ears of corn that ate seven ears of corn. Joseph told him it's going to be seven years of plenty and seven years of famine. Store your food up during those seven years of plenty so when the seven years of famine comes, Egypt will not starve to death. His, his, his prophecy came true or his interpretation of the dream came true. Pharaoh said, you know what? None of my men could interpret this dream. I'm going to exalt you to the highest office in Egypt I will be the only one that will be over you. Now, while we like to give Egyptians so much credit, brothers and sisters, and the Egyptian society so much credit, brothers and sisters, and we want to even claim, those of us who are um, called African-Americans, we want to claim to be Egyptians because of their great pyramid building and society, uh, so much, brothers and sisters, But the Bible says, according to the history books, that it was Joseph that taught the Egyptians. Again, it was Joseph that taught the Egyptians, brothers and sisters. So again, this black Hebrew boy is the one who gave the knowledge and science to the Egyptians, to do what they were able to do to make their society one of the greatest dynasties on earth during that time. Read it. Read it for yourself, brothers and sisters. Read it for yourself. Go back to the book of Genesis, the 39th chapter, um, and read about how Joseph taught the Egyptians, brothers and sisters. It's in there. It's in the book. Nevertheless, there arose a pharaoh that knew not Joseph. So he didn't know Joseph. He didn't know the Israelites in the manner that the Pharaoh before them um, did. So they didn't have to deal with the slavery while Joseph was still alive. But Joseph is out of the way. Generations have passed. Here comes a new Pharaoh. And now things are about to change. The Israelites are now being oppressed by the government of Egypt. And then they were worried about the fact that these black people, Israelites, because both of them were black, the Egyptians and the Israelites were both black, they were worried about these these black Israelites having all these babies. Isn't what they say about black and Hispanic people y'all having all those babies? So much so that, they're, that they, the government, especially. The Republican side or the conservative side said, you know what, I'm going to cut Planned Parenthood. I'm going to cut this, and I'm going to cut that, and I'm going to cut welfare because y'all having all these babies, um, I'm not going to make it easy for you to just sit and not work no job and have all these babies because they've always feared us multiplying, and they've always feared when we've become international. Martin Luther King was not a threat as long as he was talking about the civil rights of blacks here in America. Martin Luther King became dangerous when he became international in his uh, mission, saying that the Vietnam War was taking away funding from what was going on over here with our struggle with the Poor People's Campaign. Malcolm X was not a threat as long as he was speaking against the oppression of whites against blacks over here in this country, but when he began to make pilgrimage to Africa. When he began to bring America or the American government charges against the American government on the world's court, brothers and sisters, that's when the government decided that he had to go. We're going to go ahead and pick this up. They said at verse uh, 9 that this people, the children of Israel, are more mightier than we. Let's go ahead and start again at verse 10.
1: Come on, let us deal wisely with them, as they multiply, and it comes to pass that when they'll fall out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land.
0: So, brothers and sisters, during the Civil War here in America, there were slaves that were in the South that escaped from slavery to fight on the side of the North against the South, brothers and sisters. And this is what the oppressors of especially black people in America have always been afraid of, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead and continue at 11.
1: Therefore, they did sit over them, tax master, to afflict them with their burden. And they built for Pharaoh's treasure, cities, Pithom, and Ramses, But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel.
0: So they said to themselves, no matter what we do to this people, they keep on multiplying. They keep on having these babies. They keep on growing in number. What are we going to do to these people? We're gonna go ahead and continue. Go ahead at verse 13, my brother.
1: And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigors, and they made their lives bitter with hard bondage and mortar in the bricks, and in all manner of service in the field. All their service wherein they made their service were rigors.
0: Now, brothers and sisters. Here is where it gets a little bit interesting. Here is where we get the first writings in the Bible where a government and a president or a pharaoh or a king decided that I need to do something to kill the black male. Because as long as black males are around, they're going to multiply. Multiply. So let's read about it, uh brother. Let's go ahead and go to verse
1: fifteen. And the king of Egypt spat to the Hebrews midwives, or which the name of the one was Shipur, and the name of their and the name of their what's that brother? Uh,
0: I, I know, brother, these words are a little bit hard to pronounce. I'm gonna say Shipura.
1: Chippera. Mm-hmm. And he said, When you do office of midwives to the Hebrew women and see them upon the stoves. If it be a son, then you shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall she shall live.
0: So brothers and sisters, here it is. Pharaoh, the president, Of Egypt, the king of Egypt, the God here on earth, so he proclaimed to be, is saying that once you put this woman on this stool and spread her legs and the baby comes out, if the baby is a male, I want you to kill that baby because we don't need no more black males around here. Because if we get too many black males, then they're going to compete for our power. Now, this was a black African-Egyptian queen talking to black Israelite women to kill black Israelite babies, brothers and sisters. I don't want you to get it twisted. Africans are the seed of ham. Israelites are the seeds of Shem. Both black descendants from black sons of Noah, brothers and sisters, but the difference between the two is one was from the nation of Egypt, and the other one was from the nation of Israel. But now, we got a decree from Pharaoh. I want you to kill this black Israelite boy if it be a son that the mother is having. Let's go ahead and go to verse 17.
1: Put the midwives Spirit God and did not ask the king of Egypt command them, but saved the men's children alive. My
0: brothers and sisters, if this had been Egyptian women that he was talking to, they may have followed his order. But these were Israelite women who believed in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and they knew that God was more powerful than Pharaoh, so they said, I'd rather take the judgment from Pharaoh and deal with him than to deal with the judgment from the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Because even when I'm dead, he'll wake me up and kill me again. And that's worse because to die twice is worse than to die once. Let's go ahead and finish, my brother, at verse
1: 19. And the midwife said unto Pharaoh, because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, For they are lively and are delivered. The midwives come unto them. Continue. Therefore God dealt well with these midwives, and the people multiplied and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass, because the midwives feared God, that he made them houses. And Pharaoh charged all of his people, saying, every son that is born, you shall cast unto the river, and every daughter shall save a life.
0: So, brothers and sisters, here it is again. He didn't stop just at one time. He said, I want you to kill them. Throw them in the river. Get rid of these black Israelite males. They're causing me problems. They will cause me problems. And they're saying the same thing to us today over here in America. They're just not calling us by our true name, Israel brothers and sisters. We're just called African American over in this country. But God has us hidden for a reason because if the whole world knew that we were actually his people called by his name, Israel brothers and sisters, they would have tried to annihilate us a long time ago, even more than what they've already tried to do. So now... Let's go here, let's take a U-turn real quick, or not even a U-turn, let's take a detour. Let's go to Deuteronomy 28 chapter. The reason why I got to put this on the table, brothers and sisters, because it has a lot to do with what we're dealing with today. The subject of our show today is from Egypt to America, the plot to kill the black male. Why doesn't God stop it? Why don't he stop it? He's the king of kings, the Lord of lords. He's all-knowing. He got all power. Why don't he stop it? Well, there's an answer to that question, too, brothers and sisters. If it were not for God's very elect, the whole world would be deceived. What makes you elect is reading his word and knowing his word. Let's go ahead to the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Turn your Bibles to the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Let's find out why God don't stop it. Why does he allow it to happen? Why hasn't he intervened in our affairs himself? He has by sending us warners. We've had great men and women come to warn our people. We had great prophets to warn our people. But why God don't intervene more than he has? Because prophecy has to be fulfilled. God has sent warners to us. To save those of us who believe in him. But for those who don't believe in him. And don't care to hear his word being taught by his messengers and his prophets, brothers and sisters. I say woe unto those people. Because you can't even find comfort. Because comfort comes in the word. The word only comes by you reading it out of the book. We're talking about from Egypt to America. The plot to kill the black male. Let's go to book Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Let's go ahead and start at verse 1, my brother. Go ahead.
1: And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, thy God, to observe and to do all his commandments. Stop right there, brother.
0: How many of his commandments? How many of his commandments? All. All his commandments. So he said, if you observe and to do all of his commandments, brothers and you can't pick and choose which ones you want to do. Let's go ahead and continue. Which which what, brother? Oh,
1: let's see, let's see which I command I, thee I, this I, day. I, go I, ahead, my brother. Which I command thee. This day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all all nations of the earth.
0: Now, that's a promise. God promises us that if we observe and to do all his commandments, and he's talking to us, brothers and sisters, the children of Israel, he's talking to us. No other nation did he have this relationship with, nor did he give this commandment to. It was given to us. He said, I'm going to put you high above all nations. I'm going to make you the people that people all around the world come and borrow money from. I'm going to make you the people that everybody get their services and goods from. I'm going to make you the fix-it man. I'm going to make you the answer man. Anybody got problems, all they got to do is go to you. And I'm going to give you the answer to give them. What else did he tell us, uh, Brother Joe, at verse 2, Deuteronomy 28 and 2?
1: And all these blessings shall come on thee, and overtake thee, and thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God.
0: So he's talking about blessings, brothers and sisters. Do you feel blessed today? As an African-American, a so-called African-American who's really an Israelite, do you feel blessed today? Or do you feel something other than blessed? Because he said, all these blessings I'm going to give you. If you just observe and do all my commandments. Let's see what he said about living in Chicago or living in the south or west or north suburbs. Let me see what he said about that. Go to verse 3, Brother Joe.
1: Bless shall thou be in the cities, and blessed shall be in the fields.
0: So the field is representative of the suburbs, brothers and sisters. Bless shall you be in the field, and blessed shall you be in the city. Whether you're in the inner city or the suburbs, I'm going to bless you. Let's go ahead, Brother Joe, and go to, um, for the sake of time, let's go to verse
1: 7. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. I shall come out against thee one way and flee before thy seven ways. So,
0: brothers and sisters, whoever come up against you, if you observe and do all the Lord's commandments, whoever come up against you, brothers and sisters, the Lord said they're going to flee from you seven ways. You ever seen the cartoons or the TV shows when there's a young, short guy who stands up against the bully and the bully is talking all this stuff and then his big brother comes and stands behind him? He don't even know that his big brother is behind him. But all of a sudden, after that, the bully cowers down and the bully gets scared. Because the Lord got our back, brothers and sisters. Jesus is our big brother. Let's go ahead and continue, Brother Joe. I want to do this for the sake of time. Let's go to verse thirteen. Well, you know, let's let's do twelve. Deuteronomy twenty eight and
1: twelve. Okay. The Lord shall open unto thee. His good treasure, the heavens to give the rain unto thy land, in in his seasons, and to bless all the work of thy hands, and thou shalt lead unto many nations. We gonna lend. We, we gonna borrow.
0: lend. We gonna lend into how many nations, uh, brother Joe?
1: Lend unto many nations.
0: Many nations, brothers and sisters. So, and then he said, we're not gonna borrow. We're not going to have a need to borrow because the Lord is going to give us everything that we need, not only for us, but for other people. We had access to all of the things that the Lord was just talking about. These were the blessings, brothers and sisters. And at verse 13, he says, go ahead and read that, Brother Joe. These were the requirements. In order and to the get Lord, all these blessings, these were the requirements. What were the re- requirements, Brother Joe, At verse 13? Deuteronomy 28 and 13.
1: Sorry, brother. And the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If that thou hearten unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them.
0: So imagine... Living in the black community in America, and you running your own stores, you cutting your own grass, you supplying petroleum gas for the cars in your own community, you own the restaurants, you own the beauty supply stores. He said you're going to be the head only, but something has happened Because in our community, we buy gas from another nationality, the Arabs. We buy donuts from our Indian brothers and sisters who own the Dunkin' Donuts. The Hispanics are doing our lawn care. The uh, Koreans are selling our women their hair care products, brothers and sisters. Why is that happening? Because we have not observed and listened and obeyed the commandments of the Lord, brothers and sisters. And let's read two more verses, verses 14 and 15, because we're going to find out why we're in the condition that we're in from Egypt to America. The plot to kill the black male. Deuteronomy 28, 14 and 15, Brother Joe.
1: And thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I command thee this day to the right hand or to the left to go after other gods to serve them. But it no, shall come no, no 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 no
0: let's stop right there. My bad, brother Joe. He said I'm gonna do all this for you. All I want you to do is to observe and do my commandments and don't go go after other gods. You know what we did, brothers and sisters? Do you know what we did? We're going to read to you what we did. Let's go ahead to the book of Deuteronomy, Brother Joe, and let's go ahead to, I'm sorry, the book of Exodus, the 32nd chapter, Exodus 32 and 1. Now, he said, don't go after other gods. Observe and do all my commandments. And let's find out after he told us that, what did we do, brothers and sisters? What did we do? The same thing that we doing today. God had delivered us from the bondage of Egypt. And let's find out what we did, brothers and sisters. Let's find out what we did. Uh, For the sake of time, let's go to verse 2. I'm going to set it up. Moses is up in the mount. He's getting the Ten Commandments, which was written on stone by the finger of God. And while he was doing that, let's find out what we were doing. The children of Israel, under our leader Aaron, in the absence of Moses, Let's go ahead and read Exodus 32. Let's start at 2.
1: And Aaron said unto them, Break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives, of your sons, and of your daughters, and bring them unto me. And all the people, break off the golden earrings which were in the ears, and brought them unto Aaron. And he received them at their hand and fashioned it with craven tools after he had made it a molten calf. And they said, these be thy gods, O Israel, which brought thee up out of the lands of Egypt.
0: Now, God just had brought the children of Israel up out of Egypt. They're going to build a calf out of jewelry, and then they're going to get a credit that God deserves to somebody else. It's almost like what we do for Christmas, brothers and sisters, that you work hard and you get the credit to a big, fat, Caucasian man in a red suit and say, this is the man that brought you presents. This is the man that knows whether you've been naughty or nice. Or we erect up a tree in our home. When in the book of Jeremiah, the 10th chapter, it commands us not to do that. Remember, he said, observe and to do all my commandments. We build up a tree and we decorate it with ornaments and with balls and with lights and all these things, and we don't know where this tradition came from. But we do know enough to know that in God's word in Jeremiah, the 10th chapter, it says, do not take a tree and put it in your home and decorate it. Nevertheless, brothers and sisters, We are hard-headed people. God said, don't um, place yourself, any other gods, beside me. But we did it anyway. So what happened, brothers and sisters? All the things that God promised us, we no longer deserve. So let's show you what we get now. Let's go to the book of Deuteronomy, go back to the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, which is the chapter of the blessings and the curses, and find out, brothers and sisters, why we are under a curse, why black people in America, specifically, that's who I'm addressing today, are under a curse. Now, you may say, well, black eyes, we ain't under no curse. We ain't under... Well, let's read it, brothers and sisters. We can't speak anything that's not written in this book. On this show. So Deuteronomy the twenty eighth chapter. Let's start at verse fifteen. Let's find out what God is saying to us because we didn't observe and to do all his commandments. What do we get as our prize bonus for this? Deuteronomy twenty eight and fifteen.
1: But it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearten unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and do all his commandments. And his statue, which I command thee this day, that all of the these curses shall come upon thee and all overtake thee. What
0: shall come upon thee? I want you to say it loud, brother.
1: That all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. So now, what
0: are we experiencing here in the inner city of Chicago? Almost 800 murders last year. And how many of those murders are... Black and brown people. And then how many murders are there male versus female, brothers and sisters? We got all those statistics. We got all of them. And the male make up about 80 to 85% of those who are killed by gun violence in Chicago. Why is that, Brother Joe? Read verse 16.
1: Curse shall thou be in the city, and curse shall thou be in the fields.
0: Now, brothers and sisters, curse shall you be in the city, and curse shall you be in the field. Let's go to verse twenty, Deuteronomy twenty-eight and twenty.
1: The Lord shall send upon thee cursing, vengeance, and rebuke in all that thou settest thy hands unto, for to do until thou be destroyed, and you perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doing, whereby thou hast forsaken me.
0: So in other words, brothers and sisters, we've changed the Lord's Sabbath day from Saturday to Sunday. So Friday night, Saturday night is our party night. Sunday, the first day of the week, that's when we go to church. The Lord didn't tell you to do that. There was a Roman emperor, a Caucasian, Uh, ruler of Rome named Constantine who came and said that the Lord's day is not good enough. I want to change it. So although the Lord's day was the seventh day of the week, which is from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, he said, I don't want to set aside the Lord's Sabbath day. We want to set aside our own Sabbath day. So we're going to make Sunday our day of worship. And every church that has Sunday worship, brothers and sisters, It came by a way of a decree of a Roman emperor named Constantine. So whether you go to a Baptist church, a Pentecostal church, a church of God and Christ church, an apostolic church, if your holy convocation or gathering day or church day is on Sunday, then you are practicing Roman Catholicism. I'm just reading the word, brothers and sisters. We have gotten away from what the Lord said he wants us to do, and we've done what the rulers of this world wants us to do. Let's go ahead to verse 30, Brother Joe, verse 30.
1: You shall grow a wife, and another man shall live with her. Now, this goes back to during
0: slavery over here, brothers and sisters. How many men had wives that the slave master, if he wanted to, could take her as his own? And again, brothers and sisters, it's not about a black and a white thing because we're not afflicted because we're black. We're afflicted because we are disobedient Israelites living in America. I want you to understand that. I want you to be clear on that. The Lord said, I got all these things in store for you, all these blessings, if you observe and do all my commandments. We didn't do all of his commandments and observe them. So, you know what he gave us in exchange for that? He gave us a life of affliction and a life of being cursed as far as everywhere we go, brothers and sisters. So, let's go ahead and continue. It says, Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Continue, brother, at verse 30.
1: Thou shalt be what a wife. Another man shall lay with her. Thou shalt build an house and thou shalt not dwell therein. You shall plant a vineyard and shall not gather the grapes thereof. Let's read verse 32. Thine ox shall be slain before 30, thy eyes.
0: Verse
1: 32, my brother. Sorry, brother. Thy son, thy daughter shall be given unto another people and thy eye shall look and fell with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no mighty in thy hands.
0: How many people remember the movies the slave the movies about slavery, and as soon as they had a baby and they brought the baby up, and the baby became nine or ten years old, another slave master would come to that plantation, and the slave owner would sell that baby boy or that baby girl to another family and the mother and the father of that child would be reaching for the child as the child was being uh, um, carried away in a, in a horse carriage with no power to do anything about it. That was the prediction for our people, brothers and sisters, because we didn't observe and do all of this commandments. This directly applies to those of us who came to northern Uh, to the northern hemisphere by way of the transatlantic slave trade. This is in the book of Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. Read everything on your own, by yourself, in your own time. Let's go ahead and continue at verse 36, my brother.
1: The Lord shall bring thee, and thy king, which which you shall sit over thee, unto a nation which neither you nor thy father have knew and there shall shall you serve other gods, wood, and stones.
0: He said you're going to serve other gods, wood, and stone. Didn't we read about the children of Israel? Once they were delivered out of the hands and the slavery of Egypt, that they built them a golden calf, and they began to worship it and give it credit for what God had done, releasing them from the bondage of the Egyptians. Now here, the prediction in Deuteronomy 28, the 36th verse, He said, you're going to go into a land that you nor your fathers have known, and there you're going to serve other gods, wood and stone. Brothers and sisters, today people got crosses around their neck. Today people got images of a man hanging on a cross around their neck, especially for those who practice the religion of Catholicism, brothers and sisters, They have these crosses erected up in their home, and they kneel down, and they pray in front of these images, brothers and sisters. When this Bible clearly says, make no image of anything that's in heaven, on earth, or underneath the earth, brothers and sisters. If you observe and do all my commandments, I'm going to bless you. But if you don't observe and do all my commandments, I'm going to put a curse on you, Israel. Let's go ahead and continue, brother Joe, for the sake of time. Verse 41.
1: You shall beg at sons and daughters, but you shall not enjoy them, for thou shalt go unto captivity.
0: Brothers and sisters, we got children. We can't even enjoy our children because they're locking our babies up at an enormous, uh, enormous rate. Deuteronomy 28, verse 41, you shall have sons and daughters, but you can't enjoy them because they shall go into captivity. That's what the prison system is. It's modern-day slavery. modern-day captivity. And they have so many laws on the books, brothers and sisters. They ship guns in our community by way of railway freight trains, but when they find you with these guns that they can sell legally at any gun show, but when they find you with them, you're going to jail. They pump drugs in our community. We're not manufacturing drugs in our community, and then when they find our children with drugs on them, they're smoking loud. They're smoking all kinds of things. When they find it on them, brothers and sisters, they're locking them up. We can't enjoy our sons because the pressure on them is so great to give in to the streets that they're going into captivity. But it's predicted right here in Deuteronomy 28 because our ancestors dropped the ball. Let's go ahead and go to verse 43.
1: The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee, very high, and shall come down very low.
0: The stranger shall get very high. That's among us. Who are the strangers that are among us in our own community? It's the Korean. Mm -hmm. It's the Arab. Mm -hmm. It's the Chinese. Mm
1: -hmm. I don't think they hear you, brother.
0: Brothers and sisters. And what are they? And it's also the European. Where do you go get your car loans from and your home loans from, brothers and sisters? The stranger that's living among you. Where do you go get your gas from? The stranger that's living among you. Where do you go get your hair care products from? The stranger that's living among you. In Deuteronomy 28, chapter the 43rd verse, it says that the stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high and you shall come down very low. We are sending their children to college, brothers and sisters, and paying for their school. While you and your babies can't even afford to go to college. Let's go ahead and read verse 64, Brother Deuteronomy 28 and 64. We're talking about from Egypt to America, the plot to kill the black male. Why hasn't God intervened, brothers and sisters, in this process? Let's go ahead at verse
1: 64, brother. Deuteronomy 28 and 64. And the Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth, even unto the other. And there you shall serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy father have known, even wood or in stones.
0: So, brothers and sisters, that's the second time that he mentioned wood and stone. Do you think that God made a mistake by mentioning wood and stone more than once in this particular chapter? Because he knew that people would be making crosses that would become a symbol of your religion. Not his, but of your religion, brothers and sisters. Didn't he say, Worship me in spirit and in truth? Can you see spirit? No, because it's invisible, which means that you have to have faith in something that you cannot see but you know exists. But no, that's not enough for us. We got to have an image so we put a cross up. We got to have an image so we put a tree in our house. We got to have an image so we put a fish on the back of our car. We got to have an image so we got praying hands. Brothers and sisters, remove the images. There need to be nothing between you and God. You need no signs to celebrate or acknowledge that a God exists because your behavior should reflect that a God exists and that you are made in the image and the likeness of him, brothers and sisters. But in 64, it says that he's going to scatter you among all people from one end of the earth to the other end of the the earth. And what happened in 1555? That first slave ship landed on the shores of Africa, and the captain of the slave ship, his name was Sir John Hawkins. And guess what the slave ship name was? It was named, it was called Jesus. That's what the first slave ship was called that landed on the northwest corner of Africa. That got its first group of black Israelites that some of the African people sold some by participating in the slave trade, and some by force sold into slavery. The Africans were not willing to give up their own people, but they were willing to give up these black Israelites who had been kicked out of their own land, who had been occupying their space. That's another lesson for another time, but that's why the Africans don't accept you today, brothers and sisters, because you are not African. You are black Israelites that were occupying Africa. So in 1555, guess what? The African people had a choice. Either you're going to give us your people or these people who are occupying your land. And guess what they did? Some by force. Some by participating and coming up off the transatlantic slave trade. They sold us into slavery. And we were scattered, as this book says in Deuteronomy 28, 64th verse, among all people from one end of the earth, even to the other end of the earth. So we're in America. We're in Jamaica. We're in Trinidad. We're in Barbados. We're in England. We're all over this planet. Everywhere there were slave ports. You can find our people there, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead and end this, Brother Joe, by reading verse 68. Now, no other people Went into slavery by ships, brothers and sisters, except those who were descendants of the transatlantic slave trade. But let's see if the Bible mentions these disobedient black Israelite people going into a slave-like condition by ships. Then you know the answer to who we really are. Deuteronomy 28, verse 68. Go ahead, Brother Joe.
1: And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. By the way, I speak unto thee: you shall see it no more again. And there you shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy you. You're gonna be sold, brothers. And not only are you going to slavery by
0: ships, and Egypt is just a metaphor for a house of bondage. You're going to go into a house of bondage, but this time by ships, and you're going to be sold, how, brothers and sisters, on an auction block. The African ain't never came to try to buy you back, brothers and sisters, because you don't belong to him. That's not your nation or your nationality. But there is someone who's coming to retrieve us, brothers and sisters, but... We got to fulfill the full punishment that was handed down in this chapter because we were not obedient to observe and to do all of his commandments, brothers and sisters. So now let me tell you a little bit what's going on now because, again, there's an assault to kill the black male brothers and sisters. So now that we know that it happened in Exodus, Under Moses, let's read about it happening again under Jesus. Matthew, the second chapter, let's see if there's another government and another leader who had a decree to kill the black male, brothers and sisters. This ain't new. This ain't the first time it has happened, brothers and sisters. Matthew, the second chapter, Matthew, the second chapter, let's go ahead at verse 6. Matthew 2 and 6. Let's read about another decree to kill the black male. We read about one of the Moses. Told the midwives that if it's a male baby, kill him. Then after that, he said, if it's a male baby, throw him in the river. Well, let's read here. Matthew 2 and 6. Let's go ahead, Brother Joe.
1: And you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the prince of Judah, Of out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people, Israel.
0: So, brothers and sisters, the decree was already set. The prophecy was already made. Just like Moses, there's going to be an answer. Someone, a savior, brothers and sisters, that's going to come up from among the children of Israel. But the king said, no, I ain't having that. He's going to be a governor? What? I'm a governor. No, I'm not having that. I got to do something about that. And brothers and sisters, this wasn't, well, let's go ahead and read. Two, let's go ahead and go to verse 12, Matthew 2 and 12. Let's find out what King Herod said, or I'm sorry, what, yeah, what Herod said in regards to black males during his death. Matthew 2 and 12.
1: And being, and being warned of God in a dream that they shall not return to Herod, they departed into their own country in other ways.
0: So in other words, Joseph was warned in a dream. Mary was warned in a dream. Now y'all got to get up out of here. Because if y'all don't leave, your baby is going to be killed. So what did they do with this black Israelite baby named Jesus? They took him into a black country, to a black neighborhood, to a black city called Egypt. Did you know that this black baby, Jesus, this black Israelite baby, went into this black neighborhood, Egypt, to blend in with these black African people? Well, let's read about it. It ain't the first time it happened. Joseph blended in with these black Egyptians. Moses passed for this black Egyptian grandson. So let's read about it happening another time. Matthew 2 and 13.
1: And when they were de- departed, behold, the angel of the Lord appeareth to Joseph in a dream, saying, Arise, and take the young child and his mother, and flee into Egypt, and, and be you there until I bring thee word, for Herod will seek the young child to destroy him. Continue. you? When he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night and departed unto Egypt. So he didn't took Jesus from
0: Bethlehem, brothers and sisters, this black neighborhood where these black Israelites were, to Egypt, another black neighborhood where these black African Egyptians were. All looking like the same people. That's how he could escape. That's how he could blend in. So now let's find out what Herod said. Let's go ahead
1: to verse 14. When he arose, he took the young child. I'm sorry, but you said 15, right? Yep. And he was there until the death of Herod, that I might be fulfilled which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Out of Egypt have I called my son."
0: So now you know, brothers and sisters, the true understanding of this, it wasn't that Jesus was going to come out of Egypt, he was going to be born there, by saying that out of Egypt I have called my son, they escaped from Bethlehem, went into Egypt, and once King Herod would die, they would come back out of Egypt, brothers and sisters. So that's the understanding of that. Um, let's go ahead in verse 16 and talk about how angry Herod was. It says he was exceedingly wroth. Exceedingly wroth, wroth is another word for angry, Matthew 2 and 16, let's read it, brother.
1: Then Herod, when he saw that he was mocked of the wise men, was exceeding wroth and sent forth a slew, all the children that were in Bethlehem.
0: Stop right there, brother, stop right there. How many children did it say he slew in Bethlehem, brother? Brother, um, Joe.
1: It says all, brother.
0: All the children. Now, this didn't specify the gender, but we know that a, a male child was expected. So, when it says all children, it means all male children. Could you imagine somebody so evil as Pharaoh? to put a decree to kill all the male children? Could you imagine somebody so evil as Herod to put a decree to kill all male children in Bethlehem? Well, if you can imagine Pharaoh, and if you can imagine Herod, then why can't you imagine the leaders of the government of America, the leaders of all of these other governments, brothers and sisters, who have scientists, who are putting things in our food and putting things in our water that's designed to exterminate the black male. Well, let's read about a few of those things, brothers and sisters. We're going to read about a few of those things. There is a drug that pregnant women was given called Depo-Provera, brothers and sisters. Depo-Provera, was a drug that was given to women, specifically in black communities that were pregnant, brothers and sisters, that had high level of hormones in it that was affecting the fetus that they were carrying in their womb. High levels of estrogen, brothers and sisters, in Depo Provera, which was, altering the hormonal imbalance of the fetus, causing many of the fetuses, brothers and sisters, gender to be affected. Now, a lot of people say, well, when it comes to, especially there's a growing trend of black male homosexuality in our community, and many of them say that I was born that way, brothers and sisters. Well, now we can see why. Because of the chemicals that the mothers were given during their pregnancy to mess with their hormones. Let's read about a little bit more. The pesticides that they put on our vegetables and our fruits, brothers and sisters, according to the studies, pesticides block male hormones. Again, pesticides block male hormones, brothers and sisters. And they have a strong level of estrogen in the pesticides. So you wonder how they're killing the black male today? Not only are they killing them in the streets through police misconduct and brutality, not only are they killing the black male by shipping guns through the rail yards and the rail trains in our community, putting guns in their hands, combined with these casual drugs that they're taking like loud, and these pills, brothers and sisters, but they're killing them through the food that is on your table. The BPA level that's in plastic, brothers and sisters, are now being found in our water. And guess what plastic has in it? Plastic has a high level of estrogen in it. I watched the television show yesterday. Didn't even know that that was going to play into my lesson today, brothers and sisters. But they're talking about how these plastic parts, these microfiber plastic parts, do not break down in the water filtering system. Brothers and sisters. They got high levels of estrogen in the water. High level of estrogen in the pesticides, brothers and sisters. And the feed that they're feeding these cows today, brothers and sisters, is causing high level of estrogen in the beef. And the beer, brothers and sisters, the beer is made with a plant called hops, H O P S. And hops is a plant that has another high level of estrogen in it. That's why there's a lot of yeast in beer, brothers and sisters. They're feminizing our boys. Through alcohol, through beef products, through the pesticides that's put on these plants, brothers and sisters that they're selling in our grocery stores, through the plastic that's found in our water. It's no mistake that in Flint, Michigan, the water is being poisoned. That there's high level of lead in the water, brothers and sisters. And what does lead do? Anyone who does dog fighting, brothers and sisters, to increase the level of aggressiveness in the dog, they put lead in the dog food. Gunpowder in the dog food. Gunpowder has lead in it. Gunpowder alters the chemical balance in human beings and increases their aggressiveness. You wonder why your children get angry so quick. You wonder why they got an attitude so much. You wonder why they run it off at the mouth so much because lead is in the water that they're drinking in these schools. They coming from school angry because there's lead in the water. It's poison in the water, brothers and sisters. But why don't God stop it? Why is he allowing it to happen? Let's go and read the book of Jeremiah and see if we can find out about what God predicted about the water, brothers and sisters, all the way in the book of Jeremiah. Let's go to Jeremiah, the ninth chapter, verses 12 through 16. Let's see if we can find out a mention, a prophecy, mention of what would be happening with our water, Flint, Michigan. Jeremiah the ninth chapter, verses 12 through 16. Go ahead, Brother Joe.
1: Who is the wise man that may understand this? And who is he to whom the mouth of the Lord has spoken? That he may declare it for what the land perished in? and its burden, up like the wilderness that none passes through tell you, and the Lord said because I have forsaken my law, which
0: Stop I right said, there you have forsaken my what my law he said in the book of deuteronomy the 28th chapter if you observe and do all my commandments, a commandment is a law, and the Lord is saying, because you have forsaken my law at Jeremiah the ninth, ninth chapter verse thirteen, what do we have in store for us? Because we have forsaken the Lord's law. Continue at um, after law. Because they have forsaken my law,
1: which I set before them, and have not obeyed my voice, neither walked therein. But have walked after the imaginations of their own heart, and after label them, which their father taught them.
0: So you're walking out to your own heart, your own imagination, and Balaam, which is a false God, you walking out. So see, that's why it's easy for you to say whenever you have a Bible discussion, well, I just feel. Anytime you say, well, I just feel, you've gone wrong, brothers and sisters, because it shouldn't be what you feel, and it shouldn't be what I feel, and it shouldn't be what mama said or what mama thought or what grandmother thought or what pastor said. It should be what you can read out of this book called the Bible, brothers and sisters. So when you speak to someone in regards to the Bible, number one, there should be a Bible present. Number two, you should be able to go to the scriptures that you're referencing when you're having the conversation, which is why we give you the verses and the scriptures on this show so you can write them down. And know what you're talking about when you're talking and know where to find what you're looking for when you're looking for it. So he says that because you have walked after the imagination of their own heart and after Balaam, which their fathers taught them, how do you know what you know? Because it was passed down to you from generations before you. And guess what? A lot of what they taught us was in error, brothers and sisters. Because they didn't know any better. They only repeated a story that was told to them by the generations that was before them. But you and I are intelligent enough today to be able to read this book for yourselves. Get you a good Bible-based teacher, a good Bible-based church who ain't singing and shouting for three hours and you only get 30 minutes of the word. I'm not saying singing and shouting is something wrong with that. But when you get more of that than of the word, brothers and sisters, that's when there's not a good balance of it. Because you're only leaving out of church on an emotional high. Because the drums were beating and the hands were clapping and the keyboarders were playing the keyboard and the guitar was playing the guitar. And you're in a musical trance. We are an emotional, musical people, and there's a spirit in the music. So when that tambourine is hidden and that drum is beaten, you're getting excited. And it's filling up your spirit, brothers and sisters. But you walk out of there not even more educated about the word of God than you were before you went to that service. But all you can say is, church was good today, boy. Church service was good today. Pastor told me today that Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and Jesus is good, and Jesus saves. Well, you knew that before you went to church. But what was it about the word that you became educated with that you didn't know before you went? Let's go to the book of Psalms, brother, 140. Uh, We're coming down to our last verses. Hang on in there. Give us like five more minutes. Five, ten, five more minutes. Um, Psalms 140, my brother. Verses 1 through 4. Psalms 140, verses 1 through 4. We're talking about from Egypt to America, the plot to kill the black male. Why hasn't God stepped in and stopped it? We'll be reading it to you right here. Well, you know what? I'm sorry, brother. Did we finish that up in the book of Jeremiah? Let's go. No,
1: I don't think we did, brother.
0: I am so sorry, my brother. Let's go to verse 15 and 16. I'm so excited. I'm getting ahead of myself. But let's find out about this water. That was my purpose of going here. Jeremiah 9 and 15.
1: Therefore, you said, <clears throat> saith the Lord, of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I will feed them, even these people with wherewith, wherewith, wormwood, and give them water, a gal to drink.
0: So the Lord said, because you disobeyed my commandments, because you went after these other people gods, because you changed my Sabbath day from Saturday to Sunday, because you got trees in your home, because you got crosses around your neck, because you're doing everything that I told you not to do. I'm going to give you water of gall to drink. Do you know what that means? Water of gall to drink, contaminated water, brothers and sisters, to drink, poisonous water to drink. Look it up for yourself, Jeremiah 9 and 15. Or just type in, does God talk or does the Bible talk about poison in water? God said, I'm going to allow these people to do this to you, Israel, because you have yet. To obey my voice, hearken to my laws and my commandments. Last verse, verse 16.
1: I will scatter them also among the heathens, whom neither they nor their fathers have known, and I will send a sword after them till I have consumed them.
0: We just read that in the book of Deuteronomy, that he's going to scatter us. It keeps saying that he's going to scatter us. It said, among the heathen, but the heathen are just other nations. So you see how we've read the same thing from two different sources? A word of God is confirmed among two or more witnesses. we got to get ready to close out, brother, because we're running out of time. Let's go to Psalms 140, 1 through 4, and then we're going to close out with our last verse. Psalms 140, 1 through 4. Psalms 140, 1 through 4. And when you get it, you can go ahead, brother.
1: Deliver me, O oh Lord. From the evil man preserve me from the violent man which i imagine mischief in their heart continuously are they gathered together for war so they brother, have shown... so
0: brothers oh, and sisters, protect me from the evil man brothers and sisters evil man what do you think these scientists and researchers are, are brothers and sisters the ones who's doing the bidding for this government and other governments brothers and sisters what do you think they are to come up with a with a nuclear weapon a nuclear bomb brothers and sisters the mind of these people it says deliver me from the evil man preserve me from the violent man which imagination which imagine mischief in their heart continually are they gathered together for war? They must be gathered together for war. But this war is a chemical war, brothers and sisters, on our people, on our black males. It's a chemical war. See, you can't imagine somebody being that evil that they were poison your water, that they were poison your food. Why do you think you're getting cancer at such a high rate, black people, Israelites? Why do you think you're stricken with so many diseases? High blood pressure, gout, hypertension, cancer, diabetes. Come on, man. It's not a mistake that we're leading with the leaders in all of those categories. HIV, AIDS. Come on, man. (laughs) I'm sorry, brother. Go ahead and finish, uh, my brother. Let's go ahead at verse uh, uh, 4.
1: Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of thy wicked. Preserve me from the violent men who have pursued to overthrow my goals.
0: And brothers and sisters, that's how we have to pray. That God protect us. Especially our Israelite black men living in this country. Who are called African Americans. They are supposed to be the heads, the leaders. Mm -hmm brothers and sisters, but there's already been a decree to kill the black male and spare the female. When you go downtown in whatever city you live in, it ain't the black male that's walking down there working, it's the black female that's down there working, brothers and sisters. Society has placed the female above the male amongst our people. But what do we have to do, last and not least, to end tonight's show with a little bit of hope? Let's go to Ephesians chapter 6. What do we have to do, brothers and sisters? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 and 12. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11 and 12, and we're going to go to the phone line. So please, after this, call in to the show, brothers and sisters. Ephesians 6, verse 11 and 12.
1: Good on the whole armor of God. I'm sorry, you brother, may...
0: I'm Joe, you are muffled at that because I don't want them to miss that. You were muffled a little bit. Let's go ahead and read that again. Ephesians 6, 11 and
1: 12. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil.
0: Now stop right there. Now when it says put on the whole armor of God, brothers and sisters, it's talking about the word of God. The word of God is all the armor That you need. When you get an opportunity and a chance, read this whole chapter, verse uh, Ephesians chapter 6, by yourself, and it's going to talk about the, the armor of God and what it is in detail. But to sum it all up, the armor of God is the Word of God, brothers and sisters. As long as you have the Word of God, you are armed to fight any battle against any man. Against any spirit, brothers and sisters, but if you don't have the word of God, if you just have what mama said to you, what daddy said to you, what pastor said to you, if that's the only thing you have, then you're not equipped to fight this spiritual war. Uh, put on the whole arm of God. Verse 12,
1: Brother Joe. Yeah, I love, I love this verse. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against power, against the rulers of darkness of the world against spiritual wickedness in high places.
0: Brothers and sisters, I declare to you on today's lesson from Egypt to America, the plot to kill the black male, but even more specifically, the black Israelite male who is called the African American, brothers and sisters. We don't war against flesh and blood. We war against (laughs) Spiritual wickedness, principalities against powers, those who are putting estrogen in your food, those who are putting chemicals in your food. So please, as much as you can, buy organic, brothers and sisters, as much as you can, buy organic brothers and sisters, without the pesticides that they put on your fruits and your vegetables. And when you get a chance, start drinking alkaline water, brothers and sisters. And if you don't have enough to buy alkaline water, then start putting lemon and or lime in your water when you drink it, which also alkalines your water there's so much that we can teach on this lesson and if you have any questions we can start a thread up under this video but the phone number brother uh uh and sisters is right connected to this video at the top so call into the show right now 724-444-7444 id code 98696 pound and the pin is one we're going to go ahead go to the phone lines Find out what you thought about tonight's show. For those who are on YouTube, we thank you for listening to tonight's show. I pray that you were edified and that God was glorified in His in His Son's mighty name of Jesus, the name in which every tongue shall confess and every knee shall bow. I pray these things in that name,
1: brothers and sisters.
0: Amen. Let's go ahead and go to the phone lines to find out what our brothers and sisters online. Thought about the tonight show, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky.
1: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.